instead of witnessing your client in their struggle, instead of looking at it objectively and unearthing what that really means for them, we're taking it and making it mean something for us. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Something very interesting begins to happen in our evolution as a coach when we begin to recognize and witness how our conditioning from all of our lived experiences on this earth have created a filter in which we now approach the world around us, in which we now approach our clients through. It's this filter that tells us how to respond when a client is struggling. It's this filter that tells us what to do when a client doesn't follow the plan. It's this filter that tells us how to celebrate them or how to recognize them when they succeed, when they come to us proud of what they were accomplishing that week. This filter dictates everything that we think, everything that we feel, and every action we take in every context of our life. But as a coach, it is acutely important that we become aware of how this filter is really dictating how we're showing up as a leader and guide for the people who trust us to guide them down their path. I want to tell you a story real quick of something that happened this week that made me start thinking about this more critically. I was sitting on a beach. Okay, I was, it was sunrise. I was sitting out there in the morning and I was just taking it in. It was be- breathtaking. It was beautiful. And I looked around me and everybody was looking at the exact same sunrise I was, but they had their phone in front of their face. They were looking at it, but through the screen. No one was actually just sitting there taking it in. Everyone had a filter in front of them. And it got me thinking about how when we're working with our clients, so often it's like we're looking at them through a screen. It's like they're there and we're here, but there's something between us that's changing our perception of what's going on with them. That's making their struggles mean something different to us. That's making their successes mean something different to us. It's clouding the way that we are seeing the reality of the situation that our clients are in. And so, I really started to get curious about this idea of a filter and how we can start to remove that filter as a coach. Because when we're working with a client and they come to us and they're struggling and we have a reaction to their struggle that has more to do with us than it does to do with them, we're now leading them from a very different place had that response to their struggle not been there at all, had that filter not clouded our judgment of what was going on. Let me give you an example. So your client comes to you and they didn't follow the plan that week, right? They they struggled to stick to what you gave them. They feel like a failure. They feel like they're letting you down. They feel like they're wasting their time. They're stuck in victim mentality, right? This is so common. We've all experienced this as coaches. And 
They come to you with this and they dump on you and they start making excuses and they start blaming themselves and they, you can tell that they're looking for reinforcement, they're looking for motivation, but internally you're getting frustrated because this isn't the first time this has happened. You had the same conversation last week and, and the same conversation the week before that. And now all of a sudden your brain, instead of it just being that this client is struggling with something a lot deeper than anything you originally thought, than anything you've identified yet, there's something deeper going on with them that we need to, we need to look at, we need to shine a light on, we need to hold space around and investigate. Your brain takes their struggle, filters it through your lens, and makes it mean something different. It tells you this person's not committed. It tells you this person doesn't want it bad enough. It tells you this person expects you to do more of the work for them than they're willing to put in. It tells you maybe you should fire this person. Maybe this person isn't a good fit. Maybe this person isn't ready to do the work that you really want to do with them. And so very quickly, instead of witnessing your client in their struggle, instead of looking at it objectively and unearthing what that really means for them, we're taking it and making it mean something for us. This happens entirely unconsciously. It happens all of the time. And it's something that we need to become aware of when we're working with our clients because if we're not careful, we end up leading our clients through the lens of how can I make myself feel comfortable in this moment? When my clients struggle, what can I do to fix it or take their pain away or push them forward or get rid of them so that I don't feel uncomfortable anymore? It's not comfortable to witness someone in a struggle when we feel like it's our responsibility to help them succeed. It's not comfortable to witness someone struggling when we've decided that if they don't succeed, that's on us. That's our failure. So very quickly, our brain will push us into any scenario it can think of. Any scenario that feels familiar and comfortable and within our control to avoid our own discomfort, our own pain, our own failure. Can you see and relate to times in your coaching career where you pulled away or pushed a client forward because it felt uncomfortable in that moment to witness them struggling. You didn't know what to say. You didn't know what questions to ask. You didn't really know what was going on. You just knew they're struggling and success is over here, so that's where we need to go and we're gonna move you there as quickly as possible so we can stop having this really uncomfortable conversation so that you can just feel better and so that you can believe that I'm worth the money you're paying me so that you don't leave so that we don't avoid, we, so that we can avoid the pain of me needing to replace you as a client. Isn't it interesting how our brain is so protective over our own comfort? What feels familiar to us? What feels safe and secure to us? As coaches, this is one of the most important edges that you're going to need to lean into eventually in order to truly be able to hold someone through a deeper transformation. If you want to be more than a coach who just works with weight loss, the edge for you is witnessing when you're reacting to someone else's discomfort 
by avoiding your own. When someone is uncomfortable, frustrated, angry, reactive, resistant in your world, and you want to avoid making that mean something about you, what is your mind telling you about that situation that makes it okay, that justifies your reaction to it? Are you teaching? Are you fixing? Are you pushing people forward? Are you pulling away? Are you pushing them away? What is happening in that moment? It is up to you to befriend your filter. It is up to you to dissect it and pick it apart and look at the pieces of it. Why are you making that person's struggle mean something about you? What are you making that mean about you? Where did you learn that that's threatening? Where did you learn that it's not comfortable to witness someone in struggle? Where did you learn that it's your responsibility to fix the struggles that they're in instead of hold space around it, shine a light on it, and normalize it? Because the other piece to this is that they are also living their life through a filter. Everybody has one. If you have had lived experiences in your life, if you have had a family and a childhood and you went to school and you had friends and you've had a career and other jobs and you've lived and every experience you've had has compiled into what is now the filter you view life through. Your clients are no different. So when they're coming to you struggling, their mind is also making that struggle mean something about them. They also come into that conversation with expectations of you. It is up to you as the coach to remove your filter so that you can look through theirs. You can't look through two at the same time. And if you want to truly understand what's going on with your clients, we need to look through the filter they're looking through. We need to see things through their eyes. We need to understand how they've been conditioned. Why do they believe what they believe? Why do they see things the way they see things? Why do they have certain expectations of themselves and of you? What does this journey look like through their eyes? Why is it meaningful through their eyes? Why are they in a rush through their eyes? Why do they feel like they need to be fixed by you? And how can you shift their perspective over time simply because you were willing and brave enough to take your filter away in order to experience what it is they're actually experiencing. This is when you reach a new level as a coach, when you can feel completely grounded in a conversation where your client is sitting in front of you feeling triggered and you aren't reacting to it. You're getting curious about it. You revel, you love it there, you revel in it. You play in it, you welcome it because you know you know, when someone's feeling triggered, when there's emotion in the room, breakthrough is also in the room. When emotion is high, there's something begging to be looked at. There's something begging to be witnessed, pulled out and investigated further. It's inside of those conversations that breakthrough becomes possible. But when we're stuck looking through our filter and they're stuck looking through their filter, breakthrough can't exist in that space. Emotion can't exist in that space safely. Emotion doesn't want to be in that space. It wants to just be fixed and onto the next thing. It wants to stay comfortable. 
So in order to truly change someone, it's not optional to take your filter away. It's not optional to push your ego aside. It's not optional to not look through their lens. We must understand how they're experiencing whatever they're experiencing so that we can normalize their experience, so that we can look at it through fresh eyes, so we can offer new perspectives, so we can invite in curiosity and play with hypothetical scenarios and explore like, okay, you're looking at things one way, what if we looked at it this way? How would that change your journey in this moment? How would that change how you felt in this moment? How would that change what you did in this moment? Would you eat or not eat? Would you cope with food or not? And very quickly, simply by removing your judgments, your assumptions, your beliefs, your values, and accessing theirs, we have within us everything we need to be able to get curious about what we're seeing. You don't need the right question to ask. You're just not looking in the right place. So I invite you to start looking there. It has to start with your own witnessing of yourself. Where is your filter getting in the way of seeing the real, the reality of your client's experience? Where are you getting reactive instead of consciously responding? What is that based in? What do you have to believe about yourself in order to feel like you need to react to your client in order to feel safe or in order to stay in control? What are you making their struggle mean about you? What are you making their resistance mean about you? What is it about their resistance that's acting as a mirror back into yourself? What is it you're not wanting to look at in yourself? And because of that, you're pushing their experience away. Simply by witnessing a client in their struggle, we can learn so much about how we also experience struggle. It is such a gift if you're willing to allow it to be. It's also massively uncomfortable. It's entirely vulnerable. It's not um, certain at all. You can't control it. It's something you simply have to be in and trust that you can hold yourself there, that you can hold them there, and that you're going to move through it together. Practice this. You'll know. You'll know because you'll feel it. You'll feel that pang in your gut. You'll feel that reaction to want to teach them. You'll feel that reaction to want to fix their problem. You'll feel that reaction to want to push them forward past a block. Anytime you feel that, there's a filter in front of your eyes because there really is no rush. You don't need to rush past that block. Every time you rush past a block, you're teaching your client it's not safe to experience setback. You're teaching your client it's not safe to experience struggle and the emotions that come along with it. The best way to get a client to re learn how to trust themselves, to slow down in the journey, to trust you, is to sit in these uncomfortable moments and look at them together without judgment, without fear, and with a willingness to feel everything that they need to feel in order to come out on the other side with a new perspective. I challenge you to try this with yourself. I know it's going to change everything for you. This is the tipping point between a coach who operates like everybody else, and the coach who truly masters the ability to connect with and communicate with a client who wasn't able to be changed by anybody else. This is your access point to working with people that everyone else failed. 
that no one else could figure out, that everyone gave, gave up on. This is your access point to them. And if you can operate there, you'll never have to find a client. People will line up around the block for you because they feel safe with you. They feel truly seen by you. And that's not something you can just write in an Instagram bio. It's not something that you can just put on a landing page. This is something that needs to be felt and experienced. It's up to you to create the space for that to be felt and experienced. I hope you'll try it. I love you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.